0: mic is open test 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 chat could you hear me you might have just seen my intro playing don't don't worry about it i'm black i'm still trying to get everything together and i know i keep using that excuse when is he going to stop using that excuse but i'm trying so we're about to start the show amazing um right now before we start the show obviously tell your people's people's peoples to, to tune in send them the link because we're getting into some stuff. you know what I'm saying So make sure you tell your people uh send them the link so that way when we start the show they know what's up. Hold on one second give me a second here. All right, so amazing um, we got an interesting show today uh if the Lord is willing we're gonna get it all out but we got some good things to talk about. So like I said tell your people about the show. And let's get started with the show. what is going on y'all it is the joelle friday tv podcast that you are watching i am joelle friday bienvenido welcome to the show amazing stuff hold on let me make sure everything is clear good welcome to the show happy to be here another tuesday man man oh man oh man oh man we got some stuff we're gonna cover let's get right into it today's topic last week we talked about what? What did we talk about last week? Um, What did we talk about last week? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, the biggest red flags when dating, right? Number one was if the male or female is not ready or to seek the truth and the male or female doesn't want what's right, run for the hills. That was one. Number two is if the male or female is into their feelings and emotions, they identify with their feelings and emotions as good, run for the hills. And number three, if the male or female can't control themselves from wanting sex, run for the hills. Okay? 99.99999% of the time, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. It cannot work. It cannot. it cannot. Because that man or that female, that that woman is not in alignment with um, what is right and um, their heart being pure enough to even pursue something that's going to be worth pursuing. It just can't happen. As much as we want to change people, as much as we want to hope that it's going to work out, if they do not have those things, if they do not want to do what the right thing is to do at all times, at least do their do their best or their heart wants what's right. It will not work because, um, if you're not pursuing good or pursuing God, you are in the hands of the enemy, the devil, Satan. So that should be good news, but just remember, keep those in mind. You save yourself a lot of trouble. Believe me, I went through it. I've gone through it. And um, I believe that to be true. So that was last week's topic. You could check it out at another time because today you got to listen to today's topic. So today we are talking about, <laughs> you've seen the title, A well known Secret to Great Relationships. A well-known secret, a well-known secret to great relationships. That's what we're going to talk about today. I got some stuff to present to you guys. Um, it, I think it's interesting, and I think it'll also save a lot of problems. So we're going to get into that. But before we do that, you know what you got to do. You know what you got to do hit that like button smack it lay the smack down on the like subscribe and share button tell your people's 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 about the show so we can get the subscribers up and the message out do that now make sure you do it right so we can get the message out amazing thank you for what you guys done already it is also a talk show so you know you can call in at 888-775-3773 888-775-3773 and we can talk About today's show, past shows, we can argue, we can fellowship, whatever you want to do, I'm here for it, all in the name of Jesus. Let's do it. Let's get into it. So you can call in 888-775-3773. I think I have the phone number here. Hold on. Let's put the phone number up. Let's see the phone number is working. Can you guys see the phone number? Let's see, we're about to find out. Let's see if it works. Bear with me. Nope. That didn't work. Hold on. There's a way I could put this phone number up. Oh, you know what? I think it has to be done a different way. I'll get it fixed. I'll get it figured out. But 888-775-3773 and you can. Um, call in. Okay? Amazing. So, today, I was, uh, it actually came from, like, something that Jesse Lee Peterson said on his show, and it kind of sparked something in me, um, because... I forgot what he was talking about, and um, it was very interesting, though. It was very insightful, and it kind of sparked my show for today. And when he when he spoke about it, I was like, oh, man, I got to talk about this. So it actually came about not too long, like a few days ago, and I was like, I got to get to it. So, yeah, uh, the biggest known secret – it's, it's actually well-known, people know this, to have great relationships. People know this, but people just don't do this, okay? And that thing is communication, right? Communication, I think, is the most overrated, known thing about building relationships. Communication. Everybody knows that communication is helpful. Everybody knows that communication is important, but that doesn't mean that people do it. And that's what's so crazy to me. Even, even for myself, I was thinking like, man, so many things could have been avoided if communication was involved, right? And I'm going to tell you why, because communication um, tends to bring understanding, Right? When you have a conversation with somebody about something, right, or you were confused about something and you ask them or you're in a conversation, it gives you some insight to that person, right? It brings a clarity. But not only that, it brings a connection, right? You know how to deal with that person. You know more who that person is. And it builds a trust. But that's forgotten about. I honestly think that now, nowadays, uh, communication has been forgotten about. Why? You know, that's a good question. Why, you asked has communication been forgotten about? I think it also has to come down to, like, the times we live in as well. Everything is so done um, over the internet, online, a lot of different things. There's a lot of different elements that I don't want to get too much into, but communication does build that connection And I and what I was realizing is why communication is as important as it is and this is what kind of sparked what um, I heard from Jesse's show is that people don't know what um, like you're thinking or what you may be feeling, right? And you don't know what people are thinking or what they're feeling. So if you say something and you're not feeling what they're feeling, then of course you're not going to understand that they were offended or that they they didn't like what you said or whatever the case is, right? Of course you're not going to understand because you're not in their body. You're not living their life. You don't know the things that they, they've they gone through or the things that they're going through. So we can't be mad at somebody for saying something we don't like or whatever. We don't know what they're going through. So that's why it's important also to bring that up or conversate about it and be like, hey, look, I don't like that you said that, or A, B, and C, right? And that comes with getting to know somebody, the communication part, right? But if you don't communicate at all, And you expect people not to hurt your feelings or not to um, uh, uh, say whatever offends you or whatever. Then you can't be mad if they do, if they don't know you. If you don't voice what you don't like. If you don't tell them that, hey, I don't like this. Would you please not do that? Would you please not say that? Right? Communicate. But we don't do that. You know what we do? You know what human nature does? We think that everybody's psychic. We think that everybody mind readers. Oh, he knows that I'm feeling this. Or he knows that I don't like that. She knows I don't like that. Why would she do that? And then we look at them like, what's wrong with you? How dare you do that to me? Right? Because we think people can read our minds but people don't read minds. We can read like language. You can read like their spirit. You can see that all like, okay, she didn't like that, I said that. Oh, okay, you you can adjust. You know, there's ways you can kinda do your best to read the room, but we can't read minds. So that's why we gotta learn to communicate too, because a lot of problems would be avoided and actually solved if both parties communicated and understood what was actually going on. So let me let me let me move on. Let me move on. So a lack of communication is a major issue. A major issue on a grand scale of society in general. If you think about it. Everybody's fighting about something. But when you think about God and his relationship with you, if you really think about it, does God ever fight with you? If you think about it. Does God ever fight with you? We fight with God. You may fight with God. You know what I mean? Like, I may like get mad or like get or get frustrated with God. And yeah, I said mad. You guys are probably you're not supposed to be getting mad. You're not supposed to be getting frustrated. Beta. But it still happens from time to time. So when that happens and we like go off and be like, I don't understand why I, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, right? We may do that with God, but think about God. Does he do that back to us, right? No. Let me tell you why. Is because God understands. He knows our heart. He knows who we are. He knows why we're reacting the way that we are. He understands it. We're his children. He knows us, right? And because of that is why he um, can love us with perfect love. Right? But of course God knows us, so it's not like we have to communicate to him to let him to give us some to give him some insight. He already knows us. But communication helps the other person get a little bit more insight to who you are but here's the thing is both people have to be willing to communicate right because you could be in a relationship and this this is a real thing is a real thing you could be in a relationship and one person wants to solve the problem and get to the bottom of it, and they approach the other person with the problem, but the other person may not be ready to accept it or doesn't wanna admit it or is in denial about it, right? You can't can't talk to that person and you shouldn't even deal with that person. No offense to them, doesn't mean they're not a, a nice person, doesn't mean they're fun to be around here and there, but you have to really not protect yourself because those type of people um, are not good friends. They seek to, or even if they don't seek to, they serve the ego, which will turn on you if it's not um, pleasing to them. So two people have to be in agreement that we're gonna communicate we're going to um, uh, do what's right here. We're going to try to get to the solution of this problem so we can have a great relationship. And it doesn't have to be just marriage. It doesn't have to be just boyfriend and girlfriend. That doesn't exist, but boyfriend and girlfriend. It doesn't have to be just that. It could be friendship, brother and sister. Right. The same values go for our relationships across the board. Communication. But both people have to be willing to communicate. But both people have to be willing to be honest. Honest. Honest, okay? Because two people cannot grow in a relationship if they're not honest with each other. Right? And um because without honesty you can't build trust you just can't you can't you cannot and i've learned that from my own personal experience that you cannot build trust with somebody if they don't know you if you're closed off right and i'm not saying you gotta say every single detail every single secret or whatever but I think it's important to be honest. If you want to "Till death, do you part with somebody? Or do you want to have a, a healthy relationship with somebody? I think that it's a great thing for you, you and that other person both to be on the same page of good intentions of trying to be the best you can be for the relationship or just for the friendship. Right? I think that's valuable. So it has to be a two-way street. I'ma give you an example because I got my drink. You guys like my drink? Look. Hold up. You can't see it. But it says the gift of the dance. One of my students had uh got it for me. The gift of the dance. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that was nice. But anyway. I'll give you guys an example. I was catching up with a friend, and um, I haven't talked to this friend in, like, seven or eight years. Um, About seven or eight years. And I just recently had talked to the friend. And we were talking about, like, like, because the reason why we stopped um, our friendship kind of, like, ceased to exist, was we had a falling out. You know, we had a disagreement, and that disagreement, um, there wasn't beef there, but it just allowed us to kind of just like go our separate ways. And I haven't talked to that person in seven or eight years. And I was just talking to them recently, and we were just talking about like, what happened, right? Why did that even be? how that even happen? And the only reason why that happened was a miscommunication not a miscommunication, but a misunderstanding, right? A misunderstanding because of lack of communication. And I'm like, wow. And then, like, we were explaining to each other why, like, um, we didn't like certain things or, like, why we felt we had to step away. And um, it was just, it was simply because we both weren't understanding in that moment what the problem was, right? Like one person was thinking one thing and the other person was thinking the other thing and it's all a lie, all a lie. And the 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 friend was telling me like, oh, I thought you didn't like me, right? The friend was saying, I thought you didn't like me. And yeah. it was like, no, that's that was not even the case at all. That was not even the case at all. But to them, They felt that, right? But it was just there's people respond differently to things, and people are raised differently, and they grow up differently. And the way I respond to things was different than this friend responds to things. So to them, when they didn't recognize it as what they're used to, they thought it was, like, hate or um i don't know like mean and that totally was not even the case right and vice versa so if we would have just talked about it then this it would have all been no problem no big deal and probably resolved so communication is a big thing but another thing i wanted to talk about about it um is Well, one second. Let me see what the chat. Let me see. Let me say hi to the chat. Hi, chat. Hi, y'all. Uh, Joelle never did two-hour show. What the? I know. Maybe soon. Uh, Somebody said, what you talking about, Joelle? <laughs> Am I making sense? Joelle is sponsored by... Uh, I don't know what Let me see. Yo Joel What's up Joel? What up though, Joel? What's up, y'all? Um When you gonna wear a when you gonna wear a suit jacket? So you guys want me to wear a suit jacket? Should I wear a suit jacket on the show? What what if I started wearing suits to um, the show? Would you guys want... That would be weird, though. I can't see me in a full suit sitting here. Now with slacks and everything. Like a nice blazer, maybe. Like, Hasan always wore, like, a nice blazer there. But a suit? I don't know. Joy how to get on the track on Friday, but anyway um, Back to the topic People are Whatever you do don't read the super chat Now you guys gonna make me read the super chat What you mean (laughs) I? Am gonna get the super chats in a second. I will get the super chats um, in A few minutes here, if the Lord is willing. So, um, I will not forget. Um, so yeah, I think that people on the topic of communication, I think that people are raised differently, right? And it all depends on how you're raised. Um, because some people just don't have certain things like, certain obvious signals, I guess you could say, that um, make you believe what you what you want to believe. Like, for me, I'll give you guys an example. For me, um, I was raised in a, such a way to where, like, my mom was very, like, hands-off. Like, she was always really busy working, so there was never any, like, talks, like, conversations. And my dad was around, but he was like, he didn't live in, a, in the household. So like, I didn't really talk to him either. So um, there was no like, one-on-one talk. So like, how are you? Like, what's going on in your life? How how are you dealing with A, B, and C? We didn't have that. So every time we would have problems, really, for the most part, um, we would just deal with them on our own, right? So the good thing about it is that I became independent from a young age like um as far as like thinking and um yeah like coming to my own conclusions like I it made me very independent um and but it also and it also made me not like um needy it didn't make me like uh what do you call it i guess dependent on other people or like emotionally you know, wanting like some attention. I I didn't, I never felt that because I never had that, right? And I didn't feel like I lacked it either because I didn't know what that was like. Because there's other families, uh, uh, friends that I have where they're like all lovey dovey all the time. They love to like hug and tell each other that they love them and like show their love to each other, right? I didn't come from that. We never showed not a thing. We knew. We knew that we loved each other. We knew that, um, you know, we knew things, but we never really were the type of family to show it. So I grew up in my life not showing anything to anybody, ever, right? And like relationships, friends would be like, what the, like they would think that I'm like, I don't like them, or they would think that like, um, I don't know, they would think things, and it was never personal for me. Like I just always came from the standpoint is that I always just approach my relationship as I know that I like you. Right. Um, I know that um, I'm interested in you or I know I want to keep you around. Right. But the knowing for me was enough. Like I, I never felt the need to like, like, um, express it to people I also I didn't know how back then but the downside of that so the good side of that is that I'm disattached I'm independent right I'm not needy right that's the good side but the downside of that is that I didn't I don't think I never (laughs) I don't think that anybody ever needs help right because I never I always did it for myself meaning like like uh, emotionally, spiritually type of stuff, right? Um, not physical stuff. So, but I always did like I always solve things, or at least try to solve things on my own, right? So, I am so used to not asking for help, not needing help, right, or not thinking I need help, right? Trying to solve it on my own that I don't think anybody else needs help. So I I I've never been. I was never the type that was concerned about others or trying to go on my way to try to help them. And it wasn't personal. It wasn't like, I don't like you or I'm being selfish. Because people would tell me that too, like, oh, that's kind of selfish. That's kind of ego. It wasn't even like that. It's just that for me, I never got it. I never, and I never felt like I wanted it because I never knew anything different. Right. So, I I grew up not thinking that other pe- thinking that people don't need it, that people don't want it, that everybody is as independent, everybody isn't as as needy, right? So a lot of people are thrown off by that, but it's people are raised differently, and I have friends who are who or dated I've dated um um when I've dated. The girls that I have dated have um, always liked the affection. And, and obviously, typically women like affection, right? They like that kind of stuff. But there's a necessity as well to, like, um, letting the person know um, that. How do I say it without making it weird? Because it, it, it can be weird. Cause you don't want to sit around and telling people "I love you" all the time. You don't want to sit up there and trying to like prove to them that you love them. But there's a certain amount of like um, effort that can that is okay to be put in. That's necessary to put in. Um, like a a necessary amount of concern for another person, especially if you're dating that person or a friend. There is an amount of effort that can be put in in a relationship in general friendship relationships family ship all that stuff there is a necessary effort that should go into it if you're like trying to have a a relationship with somebody and um but i never had that i never had that and so with that being said That's what's important for people to understand is that people are not all the same. I was never the type to show it, but I was always the type to know it, right? And other people are opposite. So take the time, communication in general, and then I'm gonna get to some calls. Communication in general is good for just having that understanding of who the other person is. Right. And I bet you if the if the other people who were in, in relationship with me, whatever type of relationship it was, it probably would have been helpful for the for them to know how I was raised. Right? So that way they can just know it's not personal. It ain't personal. If that makes sense. And also people ask me, why didn't it work out with your ex? If it was so if it was added and if it was such a good relationship, and it was the real deal, why didn't it work out? I got some comments. You guys want to know the reason? I'm going to tell you. After I take some calls. <laughs> it's, like <on> the, <laughs> it's like on the TV shows when they say, after this commercial break, same thing. After I take some calls, we're going to get into it. Amazing. Let me go to, and then I'm going to get to some super chats as well. Let me go to uh, Frederick, first-time caller out of Los Angeles. Frederick, you're on air. Welcome to the show.
1: How's it going, Joel? I'm not a first-time caller, but how's it going?
0: Pretty good. I don't even know why I said that. It's not even here. I think I'm just used to it. But uh, go ahead, Frederick.
1: It's all right. Hey, hey. I think you're in your thoughts a little too much with the with the communication and the honesty thing.
0: Fair enough. Why?
1: It's, it's all about the women and the male's ego when they get to asking questions. It's like they need ammo or they want to make sure they're seen in public with somebody that backgrounds so magnificent in their mind. No matter whose mind else it matters to, but in theirs, it has to stand out so they feel comfortable with you. Don't answer them not,
0: questions. Not, they all told the, you. not all the time, though, Fre- Frederick. In some cases, yeah, that that's. But that sounds like a person with an agenda, and obviously, uh, most human nature there's an agenda to human nature, right? Yeah. But not all the time.
1: always
0: an agenda. Right, but not all the time are people set out to um, set you up. Those if are the wrong people. Right, right. But if you get in a relationship and say I don't talk
1: about my past. And there's nothing good going to come from that. Then they'll understand that, and you can move forward. There's people nowadays that adopted the attitude that I don't talk about negativity. If you want to talk about negativity, I hang up, or you can leave. And they live like that. So I don't see why people have to obligated to answer these questions to people about their past if they're just going to judge them for their own person's ego in the first place.
0: Well, it sounds like
1: practical. You What's can the, answer those practical questions, but the, you know what type of questions they're asking to see right. who you are and wh- how you think so they can judge and move accordingly in the future. You don't want them to say, oh, your past is like this and then you act this way and I'm going to put it on that because you was honest right. enough to tell me about that. Now and you're a victim of your own circumstance.
0: But see, see, here's the yeah, thing, Frederick, so, is hey. that you're right. Let, let Let me cut you off really quick. You're right about that being the case on people who act like that. It sounds like you've been in a lot of situations with the wrong people. That sounds like a well, negative person. Means- but let me just fi- <laughs> let me let me finish the point. It sounds like a negative person, and it sounds like that person that you were with um, had an agenda to try to flip things on you and turn on you. And that's not the type of person you want to be around in the first place. But if it's a genuine person. And let's just say, like, if you feel you're a genuine person, you would want to build a friendship or, or build a relationship with somebody that had the same intentions as you have. And if they have the same intentions as you have, then they're not going to be judging you. And they're not going to be trying to put you down if you talk about the past or talk about quote-unquote things you see as weakness. Because why are they going to be judging you in the first place? That's an evil person. You think men and women you. have the
1: same intentions?
0: They should should ah,
1: that's where you went wrong, right there, buddy.
0: Well, that means that you believe that there's that you'll never meet a woman with good intentions. Ooh, that's a that's no. Another your intentions for another can day. be
1: good, but what you explaining and, and where y'all y'all on two different paths. That's a female, and you're a male. You're the lead, and right. she's the follow. You can't you can't communicate and and have it a two way street if you're driving. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes. Right the communications put to the side and she gets here for the ride or she's not following she's she's navigating holding the map and telling you where to go and now y'all so basically you're saying,
0: saying that so you basically are you saying that the woman um is not smart enough to um understand if what you're she's saying with
1: you, she's not worried about the questions that you thinking she's asking
0: but she's why but I don't no want no female listen you. Well, listen, Virginia, I don't want any, and we're just we're just talking. We're not fighting, but I don't want no female that has an agenda. I don't want no female that is testing me. I don't want that.
1: If he's asking you questions, he has an agenda. If she's there no matter what. If you're not answering questions, he don't have no agenda because he don't know where you're going.
0: That oftentimes that can be true. But say for example for the me but, always but with, for don't me the left know what the right hand's doing. for for me, when I ask people questions, I don't have no agenda. so why if I can ask uh, yeah, somebody it's for a your question ego. huh?
1: it's for your ego what the questions you ask, whether it's body count or no matter what kind of questions you want Fair. to know about her past it's that for could your be true ego.
0: it could be a, it could be about it could be about the ego. But it doesn't necessarily mean that um, I'm trying to trap the person or the person's trying to trap me. And, um, and then if 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 I tell them something they 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 don't like, they're going to leave. That's fine. Then leave. I don't want you around me anyway. But I, if I withhold that information and I'm sticking with this person and keeps trying to test me, but she can't get it out of me because I won't. Exp- I want to express it. I'm hiding it. But listen, listen, and listen, know. Shh, shh. if I'm hiding the information from this like so-called person that um, has an agenda, this evil person with an agenda, if I'm hiding from them, what am I doing? I'm keeping the evil person with me. I'm keeping them with me because now they're not leaving. They're just gonna keep testing me until I reveal that truth. But if you're not afraid to reveal it, and you reveal it, and that per- that evil person judges you for it, and they leave, guess what? You dodged a bullet. So I don't believe in trying to hide. I did at one point. I did at one point, and at times I still still get caught up in trying to like protect myself. But that's that's all ego stuff. That's ego. Why
1: do you think that they have? That they have confessions for. You think a man tells a woman everything they tell their pastor, a preacher, or who they confess to?
0: You said say it again. Say that last part. I zoned out. Why
1: do you think that they have confessions in Catholic Church? Do you think the man tells their wife and I mean everybody tells each other the communication it, and the honesty's out there like that, like you're saying.
0: And do you know exactly, and you know why they don't? Why that we need confession? That's such a great point. Do you know why we need confession now, quote unquote? It's because they can't say it to their wife or the husband, because the wife or the husband is evil. Evil is in them <laughs> and they will judge them. So they gotta go they're to the evil. church. They have to confess. They, they gotta the go place. to the pastor. So it's
1: not. It's not. It, if they're evil and they having to confess to begin with, why can't they tell it to their wife? They're both evil. They're both doing evil. Yeah, but one evil. So to what communicate evil... about it is Nolanville <laughs> is is like irrelevant.
0: But one evil has pure intentions. The other evil has impure intentions.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I got a cough on it. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Frederick. Just something to think about. Just something
0: to think about. All right, man. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. All right. No
1: problem. Have a good day. All right, you too. All right.
0: That's hilarious. I like, the, I like having a conversation, though. Right? Because it makes you think also, but it also makes you sharpen what you believe. And I am budging on that one, Frederick. I am budging. Uh... Hector is a not a first time caller, but he lives in New Mexico. So let me get to Hector. Hector, welcome to the show. You're on the air. He black. He black. What up, Jorel? What's, What's up, man? How's it going?
2: It's going alright. Hey, you don't mind me if I call you that, do you? What? Jor I always it's easier for me to say Jorel instead of Joel and um I've always wondered if, that, if you took offense to that. No, no, I don't
0: mind. I don't mind. I've been called Joel. I've been called joelli, uh, But that one I can't accept. You can't call me joelli, But Joel Joel Jor- is fine.
2: Well, now I know what to call you now. That's great.
0: <laughs> What's going on,
2: man? Not much. But I, I did want to just piggyback off what you were saying because I think we've all dated... Somebody who was a terrible communicator, and um, yeah, I think it's just coming to terms with that in the early stages of the dating uh, game, or whatever you want to call it. Right. And but it, I think it can be at times it can be really difficult because you know sometimes we can start vibing with each other and then. And then next thing you know, there's these little signs that start popping up, like in your intuition, and it's like maybe I should stop talking to them. But you keep on going and hoping that they'll show a side or show something that 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 proves you wrong.
1: Yeah.
2: But yeah, it, I think one of the one of the worst things for me was someone that I was talking to and. Um, Sometimes I would, I would, I would do things and not even know what I did to to aggravate them, and then next thing you know it, you're I'm getting ghosted, and they're playing these childish games, and um, and then about a week or two weeks later they would text back or call and like nothing ever happened, and and it's like what the
0: Wait, so that in 2 weeks later. Sorry, I missed that last part. You said 2 or 3 weeks later they would text back and what?
2: No, like in, uh, a week or 2 weeks later they would text back and just say, "Hey," or you know, something like something along those lines and and all the while you know there's something brewing. Oh, uh,
0: okay. But yeah.
2: They still they still don't want to talk about it and and it's like at the forefront of of everything. You know, it's the reason why it was driving them to act that way but i think that's the hardest that's the that's the main thing to come to terms with is that once you start seeing these red flags you must you must accept them and take them for what they are otherwise if you keep trying to endure it it's just going to lead to suffering and and so yeah
0: uh, 100 uh, 100%. percent. i think that also the problem is too is that the reason why like oftentimes we do endure that even though we see the signs that they're not communicating. We see the signs that they're playing these games. We endure it because for one, we're hoping that the relationship is going to work out. We're hoping that they're going to stick around for whatever reason. Right. But also we think that we can change the person. We think that if um, we can show them how to be different or um, by us communicating with them, it's going to make them want to communicate more and all that stuff instead of just accepting them as they are. And if they're not in the position to um, communicate like it's needed in that moment, then that's your, that's your red flag right there to know like, okay, you know, this person doesn't want to communicate that may cause problems down the line. So I think it's because we want to change people. What do you think?
2: I, I agree. Um, and yeah, that's once you once you learn how to just accept things as they are,
1: yeah,
2: and and when you learn to just let go and just let things happen on their own, yeah, that's when that's when everything just has a chance to fall into place. Exactly. But like if you're always trying to force everything, yeah, never you're never going to see someone's true colors. You're never going to see things yeah. for what they are. So.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's very true, actor. You know, one one. One thing that I've learned that's, that's very interesting is that, like, if we're not looking in the first place, if um, we allow life, like you said, to take its course, the right people will be added onto your life and you won't have to, like, swim through all of these, like, or jump through all of these hurdles to try to get to know somebody. It'll already kind of be working itself out. And it doesn't mean you won't have, like, challenges and things you got to, like, deal with with that person but that person will be around because they're supposed to be around. So there's a connection that's already there that we don't see like a, in, a, in a spiritual way that um, allows us to, for whatever reason, get along with that person a lot much easier and simpler than if we did if we were trying to get to know some random person that we made happen because our ego wanted it or we wanted something from that person. So letting life just take its course is, is always the best bet and the right people will come around you. You won't have to sit there and pull your hair out to try to get them to convert to your way of life. If that makes sense. Absolutely. That's, yeah, man. Yeah,
2: I agree with that. But uh hey, um can you give uh can you give James my regards for ruining my day with that uh with the monkey song? He always does this and um and uh Frankly, it's really terrible. So, the,
0: the monkey song, James Hake?
2: Yeah, you know I I know you're probably aware of it. It's uh and I'm gonna do it because I want to I want to have it ingrained in your head too. It's the ooh <laughs> ooh. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah, you know what, yeah, yeah I, know. I know what you're <laughs> talking about. I heard it on the way into the <laughs> studio today. I know what you're talking about. Very, James always has a very interesting taste of music, and and his like his like book of songs is so wide in range for sure. But hey, man, that's what he he likes to plan a show. I'll let him know that you that you said you didn't like it. I will say oh, Hector man, from New you. Mexico didn't like it. I I, I, I yeah, man. I appreciate the call, Hector. Thanks again, man. Call uh, me call me again. All right, have a good one. All right, you too. Bye. Amazing. Um, <laughs> that's funny. I know what he's talking about too, because when I was walking in, Nick was singing the song, and I was like, "These lyrics are, very <laughs> <laughs> these lyrics are very interesting." But hey, I have trust in James Hake's library. He knows the classics. I don't know how he knows the classics, but he has a taste for classics. So anyway, um uh, I gotta end in a second, but let me tell you guys, cause I said I was gonna say uh why it didn't work out um with the past girlfriend. Um cause last week I had talked about like um, I forgot. I can't remember what I ate for breakfast. I'm over here trying to sit up here and remember what I talked about last week. But I know it was in regards to, like, um, relationships and, like, letting things be added to you and kind of like we are just talking about on the phone call. But, yeah, um, you'll know when it's added and you'll know when it's genuine. you know when it's real. But it doesn't also necessarily mean that it's going to last forever. It may not last forever. Um, it may just be for a season. Or it may come back. You just don't know. You don't know what it'll bring. But the point is, is that um, all those things were very much the case in um, the relationship. It was very genuine, it was very real, and um, it was all the right things for a good amount for a good amount of time. But things changed. Things changed, and um, things uh, went left. Does that mean that it wasn't added? Not at all. Not at all. But the reason why it didn't work is because um, there's also still uh, ego. There's also still ego involved, right? The world has taught everybody a false way to date, a false way to pursue relationships. So when you're learning the, the better way, the true way, the right way, when you're learning it that way, you're at odds with all the indoctrination you've been taught of the wrong way. So now you're battling, you're back and forth. I believe this, oh, but well, wait, I heard it to be this. Oh, but wait, I'm learning that it's this. And you know, you battle with these things. And sometimes in that battle, there are some casualties. And I think that we just um, got, became subject to the battle. And um, yeah, that's, it. Just happens, so it just didn't work out. But I think it really boils down to um, what it really boiled down to was a lack of honesty. Was one lack of honesty, like honesty, transparency, vulnerability. I know you guys don't hate you guys don't like that word. That's a trigger word. But it came down to that but also but overall it came down to a lack of trust and um all those were prevented because of the battle of the ego and the right way and the wrong way and like i said we just were we just got caught up in like we just got caught up in the battle so nobody's at fault nobody's to blame um life is what life is and there was lessons that came from it great lessons that came from it that allowed me to learn a little more about relationships so i'm very grateful for it for the good and the bad of the relationship but it just happened it happens so yes um when anything is added, when anything comes to our life that we believe is from God, we should never try to hold on to it forever. Don't try to like convince your mind. This is what I did too is that like, you know, like latch onto it like this is is mine forever. Everything's supposed to have no grip, right? So that way you're okay if it comes and goes because that's just life, life comes and goes. And it doesn't necessarily mean that the chapter is over. It doesn't mean that it's done. You don't want to think that either. Like, oh, look, it wasn't. You don't want to think nothing. You don't have no thought about nothing. Just let live in the moment. As hard as that is to do, you know what I mean? Stay in the moment. Everything else is lies. Because you don't know what God's going to bring. So, anyway... Uh, let me get to, I got to end the show, but let me get to uh, a super chat really quick. I'm trying to try it quick. Super chat, super chat, super chats. Uh, spoiler alert says my peoples ain't got no peoples. That's right. Thank you, spoiler alert. My people ain't got no peoples. And he put a crying face emoji. I don't know what that means. But thank you, spoiler alert. I appreciate it. Uh, And you always support the show, so thank you. Rebecca sends a thumbs up. Right on, Rebecca. Back at you. Mr. IDGAF uh, sends a a fox doing a thumbs up like this. Back at you, Mr. IDGAF. Amazing. I appreciate that. I appreciate the love. And sorry, uh, callers, I cannot get to you. I have to and the show, so I cannot be on Color People time. So sorry, um, Jamie and to the Jamie and the others on the line. Um, call me next week, and I'll get to it. Maybe soon we'll add another hour or another day. You never know. But I, I appreciate uh, the calls and everything. I got it, and thank you guys for tuning in. I hope that all made sense. Um, follow me across the board on all platforms: Joel Friday TV and The Gifted A Dance. Um, and everybody across the network, we got some stuff coming, and it's coming like no other. So stay stay tuned. Make sure you stay um, subscribed to everybody across the board. Okay? We got some good stuff coming. Amazing. Until next time, I'll see you. Bye.